Welcome to Fun is Fundamental. Fun is Fundamental is a podcast for those who realize that the enjoyment of life is about having something deep in our souls which lights our fire. It's for those who maybe have lost that fire and feel like they are missing out on the pleasures of life. In each episode, I will share recent fun activities and focus on why having fun is essential for good health. I'm your host, Alenia, and I invite you to take this journey with me and join the pleasure-seeking movement. Good morning, Daphne. <laughs> Good morning, Melania. <laughs> How are you doing this morning? I am amazing, <laughs> but it's three hours earlier for you. So how are you doing? <laughs> yeah, I'm a little tired, but I, you know, it's not that unusual for me to be awake at this time, but it's a little bit unusual for me to be having like a big conversation. This <laughs> so yeah, I, I, I'll just be like, shut down, like, uh, I have no more questions. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> uh, I usually don't have much verbal skills in the morning either. So I think we're just going to be using our hearts. <laughs> yeah. Well, and you know what? Sometimes the funniest conversation probably could happen when you're just like not um, on your, uh, yeah, like on your like game of like, this is how you make a podcast. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So thank you for being on. <laughs> thank you my, for... pleasure. my pleasure. I love the theme of your podcast. I'm thank so you. happy. So relaxed and fun. <laughs> yeah. Can you tell the audience a little bit about yourself? Sure. Hi, everybody. My name's Daphne. I sometimes I go by Dr. Daphne because I'm a psychologist, but uh, I am. Let's see, where do I start? Right now, I'm a world traveler. I decided last year to become a solo female traveler, travel the world like I've always wanted to. COVID helped with that, making everything, what's that word? Would you work from home? Oh, remote. <laughs> remote, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> <Those girls> again. <laughs> oh my goodness, yes. So I'm very grateful for, for that opportunity. I have been to 19 countries so far this within the last year and uh I it, it but I'm experiencing it differently I'm not just touring the world I'm not like I'm not visiting each place I actually go there and stay for a while and I integrate myself into the culture as much as possible and I enjoy it and I work from wherever I am um and what, uh, the other thing I do is I am, I, I have this thing called Spa for the Soul. It's spa, the number four, the soul.com. And I love to do meditations and workshops on with people to get in touch with their soul's deepest cravings, what their heart really wants and live a life from the inside out that feels good, that feels good every day. You know, I, the first book I wrote was about how to live a healthy life. And back then when I wrote it, it was a little different than what was out there because it was not like, hey, do this diet or exercise, like imposed from the outside in, no way, no way. Like you, you get in touch with what you need and what you want. And when you start living like that, you know, eating things you, you love, um, learning how many like, healthy things you might actually like but just haven't thought of or tried or whatever and then healthy lifestyle and not only 
physical um, relationships are super important and fun and relaxation is extremely important. So things like that. Um, what else? Those are the main things that come to mind right now when I'm describing myself today. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like a lot more of a balanced approach because like so much of like weight loss culture and like like the like real health culture is like a lot of like punishment and like you know no pain no gain and like things like that and I don't actually think that's actually that healthy no it's not sustainable like who wants to live like that Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's stressful (laughs) yeah so it's nice to like to see health as being like balance and listening to your heart and your soul yeah Yes, yes, I love that. Yeah, and I like to practice that myself. And obviously, I'm not perfect either. But when I've gone through my ups and downs in life, the the main thing is nurturing my own self, self care, self love has been what gives me the ability to get past whatever huge obstacle I, I'm at. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, how. Hi- was self-love and self-care like something that was like easy like did you kind of grow up with that or did you have to learn that well I mean I don't that's an interesting question I don't know if I grew up with the the like hey self-love but I think in the past few years I became more aware of just how important that is I mean I always knew I mean I I was I became a psychologist when I was like almost 30, not quite 30. And so I've always been in the mental health field and and positivity is important to me. But that part, I didn't really focus on that much. I didn't not focus on it, but it became extremely evident to me. I, um, I quit a job in 2017 and it was, I didn't even realize what I had to process to, I had been there for 11 years and I, it was, a very difficult decision to make and um, it wasn't a very safe environment, et cetera. I'm not going to go into that too much, but after I did that and let go of what was no longer for me, I realized, started realizing more and more how important it is to feel good because I had been doing things out of obligation for so long in my, I'm in the healthy help helping profession. Mm -hmm. And I had been, giving, 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 and my cup had been depleted. I didn't even realize it. And then it took me even, I wanted to immediately say, okay, now you're out and you can do what you want. A few months, you'll be on your way. No, it took a few years to Mm -hmm. repair inside and recover. And even now, um, you know, I still, I don't think any, anyone becomes like, oh, I'm perfect now. And I can, so I, every now and then, there's waves of, oh, I have to do more self-care today because this isn't my best day. And then the next few days will be good and then it'll go back and forth, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I ha- actually, I created some, one of my, can I share the daily effort? This is a good time to share the affirmation. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I created these affirmations because did you know, and neuroplasticity is the brain's ability to recover from, to be malleable and change. So we know that trauma and 
stress, especially ongoing stress, affects the brain really badly. Mm-hmm. But the brain can still change. It 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 can heal, and we can also our daily habits can help us live longer. So they did studies that show that your how you are feeling and thinking when you first wake up in the morning and when you right before you fall asleep at night they actually did scientific studies that predict their longevity it actually lengthens it's correlated with um i hope i'm saying this right longer telomeres in which are in the chromosomes of the brain which are associated with long longevity longer life so that's amazing because we can control what we think about it's not easy but we can mm-hmm. so i came up with some daily affirmations that are healing like you people do all kinds of affirmations like i'm gonna conquer the world today or i'm gonna be peaceful and happy but mine are more about healing so when Mm -hmm. i wake up i have this like taped to the wall or i bring it with me when i travel and they're just sentences that say things that i want to embody sometimes i feel like i completely embody it And sometimes I am reminded, oh, yeah, that's what you need to do, of course. Um, And it really helps to really buy into it because you don't want to be saying something and you're inside you're saying, no, that's not true. Yeah, right. (laughs) Sure. Yeah. Well, yeah, I've definitely like with the affirmations, I've noticed like sometimes it's just like it's like just say these affirmations but it's like really you have to like choose specifically choose ones for yourself and even sometimes like kind of soften them you know to like make it not just be like a very like all or nothing kind of you know (laughs) exactly yeah because if you say it and you're inside you're like that's a lie then it's not going to (laughs) work yeah choosing them carefully so I try to choose ones that are um that people can use as well they're more um self-care type not um, huge, you know, things that would be difficult to (laughs) take in, but I have, I have a bunch. So maybe it's, how many do I have? Maybe 15 to 20 right now. So I think maybe five would be fine. (laughs) Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want me to read a few of them? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Okay. Well, let's see. The first one is, (sighs) I am gentle and kind with my heart. And that one is uh, very basic, but it just reminds me, hey, like what we were saying before, you don't have to be um, a drill sergeant to your own self. You can just be gentle and kind with yourself. I thrive when I'm around people that are loving and gentle and kind to me. So why not be like that to myself? Uh, It's fun and safe being me. Fun and safe. (laughs) That reminds me of, yeah. So I often forget the fun part. I'm like, yeah, and and safe, you know, I can just be me without being fearful of anything. I'm fun Uh and safe being me. Uh, Let's see. I am wise, capable, and abundant. I unconditionally love and respect myself and others now. Uh, Everything is already working out in my favor, whether I realize it or not. That one I kind of like because it reminds me, hey, there are waves in life. Success is not a straight line. 
I'm going to have good days and bad days. Even the bad days, it's still working out because mm-hmm. it corrects. Like statistically, it has to. <laughs> and yeah. Then, <laughs> uh, and then the last one is a little longer. I, I end with saying, I'm so happy and grateful now that I am the artist of my reality. Every choice, every action, and every feeling contribute to my beautiful life. Yeah. I like that. It's a good one to end on. Yeah. Yeah. So I have a few of those. And um yeah, if you want if you want them, just send me a message and I'll be happy to send them to you. <laughs> Great. Thank you. What are some other things that you like, you know, a day in your life? What are some other things that are like that feed your soul? Ooh. Let's see. It's in, it's interesting because now when I think about that question, every day in my life is different. <laughs> I <laughs> realize I do this, but I think I do this on purpose. Um, okay, to answer that question, I think what I do is the day before I write a to-do list for the next day. That way I can have peace of mind and not be scatterbrained. Oh, what do I need to do in the morning? I'll just know, okay, if I can check my list and um, and then I wake up, I do very, very basic things when I wake up because I'm not a morning person. Um, and I, I try not to have to talk to anyone within the first half hour or two or, or whatever. <laughs> and just because I need to have that create my own energy. And then um, if I'm traveling or whatever I'm doing, actually, uh, it's not necessarily what I do but it's how I do it so I might be doing mundane things or I might be doing I might be going on public transportation in another country to do something and I whatever I do I try to be present and I hate that word try but I keep using it (laughs) but uh, I work (laughs) I focus on like where I am and be in in the moment so if I'm on a bus in another country I look around me I Um, I look out the window I appreciate whatever's different and new like the road signs might be different the people might be speaking differently there might be a different culture or notice hey is maybe people here it is more accepted to be friendly and say hello or maybe that would not be good and maybe that would be kind of weird yeah (laughs) so I try to keep it and um when I'm in different countries, I try to, I sample new foods and I'd love to sample new foods and new uh-huh. things. Uh, I'm a vegetarian, but as long as it doesn't have meat, there's so many options and flavors. I love doing that. Um, I love being outside whenever possible, uh, going on walks or hikes, whether it's walking down a cobblestone street or if I'm, if there's some kind of hike I don't do long really long hikes but if there's a hike that I can do by myself I love doing that I did one in close to Sligo Ireland one time it was really fun I I was staying at this Airbnb and it it was so amazing because she just happened to have lived in San Diego and I I'm from Laguna Beach and she um, and we just connected and she was like, Hey, I'm going to do this errand and right close to this errand, 
I'm doing is like the trailhead. And I, I think you mentioned you like to hike. You want me to drop you off? And I was like, yeah, thanks for the tip. It was like an insider tip that only locals knew about. And I was like, please. And it was the most gorgeous scenery from the top. It was amazing. Just kind of being open. I'd like to be open to people. Uh-huh. But one thing I am re- um, working on more recently is um is boundaries <laughs> because uh even though I I I think I've always had decent boundaries I think I would be a little more open even when I would or maybe I'm being getting better at detecting uh I don't know if it's red flags or pink flags from the beginning <laughs> but sure. if I'm not really comfortable like oh I I want to be open and and I like to meet people whatever but something doesn't feel quite right hmm, you know, maybe I'll just sit quietly right now. (laughs) Yeah, uh, I feel like it's hard that when you want, you want to be open, but like, really, you you do have to trust your gut, like your gut's there to tell you, (laughs) but it's like, "Eh, yeah, this is is not one of my people. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, I'm actually an introvert at heart, but I love people at the same time I'm not a super introvert I'm kind of in the middle but I need my alone time but I love people too yeah Um, what else do I do every day to include fun I mean um I like I listen to music when I want to or meditation or maybe I'll take a dance class um try some new kind of like I'm not good at golf at all but I I tried to take some lessons you recently. Okay. <laughs> Not really good at dancing either, but I love bachata and some other Latin dances. It's fun. Um, it's a little easier when I'm with someone who's leading well too. I don't have to be perfect. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm sure other things will come to mind, but what about you what do you like to do is that okay that I ask you (laughs) oh sure um I mean it kind of you know it's it's very seasonal kind of thing um but you know generally I'm just trying to like be open trying new things and like and like pushing like back on like my fears kind of you know because like I definitely been like a person that's like kind of like fearful of like everything in a way, you know? And so I think that's partly why I wanted to even like do this podcast to like, like, yes, push oh, myself. This is huge. Yeah. 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 I love that you're doing that then. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah, it forces me to both like put, be more visible and put myself out there and just be like okay with being like vulnerable and honest but also to like for some of my episodes I actually go and do things Mm -hmm. so like I've you know like we did things like we went to like a smash room you know and then we did what you also call it a rage room sometimes um basically you go and like you you get instruments and you can break things oh I think you mentioned that that sounds so fun I want to do that 
yeah it it's re- it was really fun but also like just like so like at first you're just like it's so weird and uncomfortable you're like i'm not supposed to break things and then, like, oh like, my goodness it's like oh it's so good yes oh that sounds great especially for um someone who is careful or has grown up being perfect or something oh yeah. that would be great i want to try that yeah and then, you know, doing things like archery and, Ooh. yeah. And That's then, you know, I just generally like to do things that are, like, artistic. Um, actually, yeah, so, like, I had sent you, like, a thing about, like, what's your play personality? Um, oh, yeah. So, like, my, my play personality is artist, explorer, and director. Uh-huh. Um, so, yeah, I like to hear what other people's plays personalities are. Explorer, oh. What would director mean, though? What What is that like? Basically, a director is like someone who who likes to plan plan like parties, plan events, like you know, like I go and like plan you know activities for, with friends or oh, uh, so vacations. Cool. My sister does that. She's an event planner. She loves that kind of thing. I I appreciate people like that, like you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I go and I'm like, wow, they planned this all out. This is super fun. Yeah. <laughs> and I like yeah. to create, help create the atmosphere by connecting people to other people and connecting with them and stuff like that during the events. We usually work well together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's good to have like that balance of people, yeah. people's talents and, you know, the things that bring them joy. Yeah, I was not able to open that um quiz for some reason but I uh I think I would be the explorer for sure mm-hmm. um what are some of the other options of, of the type um joker joker okay I wish kinesthetic. I was kinesthetic yes competitor no <laughs> me neither <laughs> I'm like the most know about yeah yeah <laughs> storyteller Ooh, I'd like to develop that more. Mm-hmm. Only when I feel like someone's listening, actually. I don't know. There's it seems like the world isn't very in a listening mode right now. That's my experience, but I want to yeah. do that more. I like storytelling. Yeah, I took a actually a a, a course uh, on storytelling, both for my podcast, but also just like generally, I I want to be able to tell better stories. So. Mm-hmm um that's neat yeah collector oh that's interesting not for me though <laughs> yeah. uh that might be a, all of them there's eight of them and i had told you three i'm pretty sure that was five that i just said yeah i think i would be more yeah. explorer kinesthetic and um oh there was another one i can't remember but that's cool um is there one that where where people just like to soak in their environment, um, like like listening to music or making sure their environment is is really n- nice or fun? Hmm. Like, what would be the person who enjoys what the director provides? <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. I don't know. I mean, I know like. In some ways, like soaking something in could be like explorer in a way, but 
I don't know if that's all of it, though. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's a combination of stuff. Yeah, it could be. <laughs> could be. Um, let's go back to, like, travel. So you said that in the last, like, year you've been to 19 countries. Is that what you said? Yes, yeah. I um, A little less than a year now. Um, I actually did a six-month stretch, and then... um. I've been back for the holidays uh, for a couple months, but I'm about to leave again. But yeah, I've been traveling for a while. And um, when I first started out, it was a little more stressful for me, but now it's more enjoyable, much more enjoyable. I think partially because I learned some skills of how to go about it in a way that makes me feel good mm -hmm. and safe and exciting. And then also I think because when I first left, it was right after everything opened after COVID, it was like at that moment and things were still very, um, it, it wasn't like before COVID where you could go from one country to the next easily. Like there were so many procedures and mm -hmm. it was difficult to find out what the information was. And, um, and then also, I think I was not conscious of safety issues and um, not just safety, but I'm, I, I appreciate someone who is like a good planner and likes to figure out what a good experience is, but I don't like to have to do it myself. I like to just go, but I have to do it first. I have to plan it first to for it to be a pretty good experience. And that's a skill I've developed a little bit. It doesn't stress me out as much. And I've learned how to do it in a way where I provide myself better experiences, know what to look for. Um, yeah, so I started in Belize, spent a couple weeks there. One of them was on the beach and one of them was inland close to where a lot of Mayan pyramids were. That was cool. Nice. Yeah. And like how long, so you said, you said you like to stay in a place for uh, like a little while. Like how long would you say like most of the time they are? Uh, well, let's see. So Belize was only two weeks. That felt like a little too much. So I, my next stop was uh, not, sorry, not too much, a little too much jumping around rather than sure. staying in one spot. Yeah. So I'd like to be settled a little. So then my next stop was Vietnam and I stayed there for a month, but Vietnam is obviously pretty big and there are many yeah. cities. <laughs> so I went from city to city in Vietnam for a month and I still didn't, I, st I went from the very North to the middle Da Nang, which is a very cool city and Hoi An, which is amazing. And then from there I went to Thailand, but then after I explored all of Thailand for a month, I went back to Vietnam for like three weeks. So that felt like, okay, there's like much more time to really soak in the culture. And I started understanding some, some words and some um, ways of life. Like everyone rides motorbikes there. Mm. And before I went there, I was scared of motorcycle. I would, I think I had ridden on the back of a motorcycle twice in my life and I wasn't that interested in doing it again. And then I went to Vietnam and their Uber is called like, they have a grab app. Grab is the, the name of the company. Mm -hmm. And what they do is most of it is motorbikes. So you get on, like 
you grab a random motorbike that's on the street pretty much. And they have these green, you know, they're grab bikes and you just get on the back and you go and, and it's just so different. (laughs) (laughs) First time I was doing that, I was holding on for dear life, but I was also like videoing. I was like, I can't believe I'm doing this. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I swore I'd never do this again. eight motorbikes in uh, in the street going super fast and we're like in this big uh, it was like an experience I'd never experienced before but by the time I left I was I felt so sad like I was going to cry because I was going to really miss the motorbike experience I got to like it and love it they would have a helmet ready for you um they're pretty experienced I never saw any accident when I was there not one and there were tons of motorbikes doing stuff and I heard of two accidents but they were all tourists that tried to ride it themselves oh <laughs> it's like oh no you don't know what you're doing here <laughs> it's like I will ride on the back of it but I'm not going to be a tourist and try it for myself I tried for two seconds and I almost crashed it so I was like nope I'm not doing that <laughs> but it was yeah. so I felt so free with the wind in my face and I would lift my arms in the back and just feel the wind and the motorbike and and just look at the countryside it was so beautiful Aww. I miss it I yeah it's like so so feels feels so freeing yeah yes such an adventure yeah mm-hmm. yeah that sounds awesome <laughs> I've, I've been wanting to go to Vietnam yeah it's an amazing country and their economy is, is rising very fast and they're do they're It's beautiful. The food, people would tell me the food is good, but it, I didn't even understand like what Vietnamese food was that well. I've, I've had a few here and there. It's totally different Vietnam and everything is so fresh and organic and flavorful and good for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, at the same time, Oh, and then the massages, like so amazing. Um, and and it's along the coastline of you know Southeast Asia, so there's so much beaches and gorgeous mountains that kind of like stick up, like Halong Bay. You've probably seen the pictures of Halong Bay, how it's like just sticking up out of the water, like one of the seven natural wonders of the world. It's amazing, beautiful. Yeah, people are so nice and kind-hearted and the culture oh love it so much but then after um, Southeast Asia I went to Europe partially because I was meeting my mom there and my aunt and uncle and cousin who I had never met before on my mom's side of the family so I got yeah I got that experience there oh it was wonderful to meet them and um, while I was there I was like well it's summer this is a good time to be in Europe when it's warm, not cold. So while I'm here, so I tried, I, I'm not, I'm traveling on somewhat of a, of a budget. I try to be very smart about how much, um, where I go next um, and not having huge plane tickets here and there because they add up quickly. Mm-hmm. So when I'm, and also when I'm in a location, why go to a, the other side of the world when there's so many surrounding countries that are amazing to explore as well. So while I was in Brussels and Germany, I went to other areas like Croatia and then um, 
a few other places in the many others and then Ireland and then on the way back Iceland which was so amazing those two islands are amazing so much I could talk about that all day but I don't know yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean I I love traveling um and I we ha like I have done very little in the last I don't know 10 years so like I'm like I'm like oh I'm hungry for it so much you know so yes. yeah that's the thing yeah. I could talk about it all the time too because it just makes me like dream and ah. yeah. <laughs> where would you like to go if you had three to five top ones you're, you're gonna do next what, what would your favorites be I mean I guess like it's hard I've always wanted to go to Morocco. Yeah. And I would like to go to. Exotic Morocco. Yeah. Very. And then I want, I want to go to like, um, areas of Southeast, Southeast Asia. Mm -hmm. So like I've been to Thailand, but I'd like to go to Vietnam and Cambodia. Yeah. And Laos. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, Maybe take oh, yeah. like, a few months, like in that area, that would be great. Yeah, oh, I think you'd love it so much. I haven't been to Cambodia yet. Laos was amazing. Laos, yeah, yeah. And I've yeah. never been to Europe at all, so like, I definitely want to go somewhere in Europe. But I don't know, huh? Yeah, just experience Europe at least. Yeah. Um, we I work with senior citizens with people people with dementia. And uh, we put like Rick Steves on all the time because, you know, it's, it's calming, yes. it's like beautiful and stuff like that. And so I'm always like, like looking at like, him <laughs> at, like these European countries. I'm like, oh, I want to go to Europe. <laughs> yeah. With the cobblestone streets and yeah. yeah. I like so charming. It. Very charming. I like Europe a lot. Their train system is amazing. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, most countries, like a lot of countries, definitely have way better public transportation than most yeah. U.S. cities. Yeah, trains. <laughs> I love trains. Yeah, yeah. What I want to do, I want to go to Alaska. I've I've been to all forty nine states, but I have never been to Alaska, which is not too far from you, I guess. Yeah, no. Yeah, we went there like three or four years ago, something like that, and um. Like, I think we, like, underplanned. Like, we didn't plan enough. Because then we were just kind of like, I don't know what to do. Like, Anchorage <laughs> kind of thing. And then, like, the um, we were staying in an Airbnb. And they were like, oh, you should go to Whitt Whittier. And so we went to Whittier. And that was just like, oh, my God, Whittier is so cool. <laughs> like, I haven't heard of it. What is it like there? What do they have? Is it close to mountains or close to the coast? Or? Uh, so it basically is, like, this, like there's this big like mountain there kind of thing. And then, but you're also on the water. Okay. And so, and, but you have to, to get there, you have to go through this tunnel that is only a one way tunnel. So they like, they take turns going either way mm -hmm. or you can get there from like a boat, but either way. Um, anyway, we went there and it was, it was summer and it was just a beautiful day and you're, you're here and, and, everyone lives in just one building like it's really weird but it also used to be like a military bunk like it has like an old military bunker there but anyway you're like sitting here standing here and you're like you see the water and then you look over and here's like this, this 
beautiful like you know mountain and there's a waterfall going down it and it's just like it's like so so beautiful there <laughs> like it's like exactly what you like expect like Mon uh, Alaska to be <laughs> like yeah Oh, so it's worth it. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Natural waterfalls. What time of year do you recommend going there? Well, probably to get to Whittier, I would say probably summer would be good because like in the winter, it's probably going to be like really harsh and potentially like there's potentially our times when it would be hard to get to because it's so isolated um yeah yeah and also like you know in in the winter probably the waterfall is not running because it's all frozen oh yeah oh that would be interesting to look at though a frozen <laughs> yeah waterfall. a frozen waterfall yeah that would be cool but... yeah yeah i keep I keep trying to figure out what is the best window I want to go to Alaska. And I think I would like to go to there during the summer, but then sometimes uh, I think maybe I'll do some spur of the moment winter long weekend. If I look at the forecasts, cause there are Northern lights forecasts. I would love to see Northern lights in Alaska. So maybe I would do like the Aurora, Aurora Borealis, like, quick trip at one point but then I would like to explore during the summer like all like the, it's that a vast area I know so I'd love to do that too yeah oh yeah Alaska's huge but yeah, yeah a lot of parts of it are going to be like inaccessible in the winter obviously so the summer's good place to, when to go but oh my god I've always wanted to go see the northern lights like where we are Oh, occasionally you can get like little like tiny little bit of it but it's not like nearly as like amazing as it would be if you go farther north so oh. I'm just like oh I want that <laughs> yes I've only seen it once in my life my friend and I oh this is a fun story can I tell you a really quick story yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my friend and I uh we worked together and we were talking one day, we were like, we should just go for a long weekend sometime, like travel, because we both had that, we just both love traveling. Um, and since then, we went on another trip to like Korea together. That was fun, too. But anyway, so we were like, I wonder what, what we could go like, yeah, that'd be fun. We didn't really, we were almost joking, like we would, weren't really going to do it. And then we looked at flights. Um, I think, you know, sometimes you can get emails for like to be on a list of, for cheap flights or something. And there was a round trip from LAX to uh, Oslo, Norway mm. for like 400 something. Wow. <laughs> we were like, this is real. <laughs> yeah, I think it was when Norwegian Airlines was first coming out or something and it was cheap. And right. we were like, we should do this. And we were like, yeah, we should. What's keeping us? I don't know. It's like nonstop. It's 10 hours, but it's nonstop. That's, that would save time. Uh, let's see how much our hotels and blah, blah, blah there. So we did that. And then I was like, you know what? I've always, do you want to see the Northern Lights? I've always want to see the Northern Lights. Would you? And she was like, yeah, but how do we know it's going to be? So I researched, I found out all about Northern Lights. Um, it's kind of like the weather. It can, it can't be forecasted too far in advance and it's like a magnetic weather 
type of thing. Yeah. So the best thing is to do it last minute because it's not every day. It's very seldom. And the way I, I saw it, it was like very seldom depending. It, it might be more often during February or this month or this month, but mm. you can't predict it. So I was like, oh, what's the chances? So I looked on the forecast and it was supposed to be amazing that weekend. And I was like, oh my goodness, we should totally do this. So we did, we did it. And it was only four nights in, in Norway. Two of them were in Oslo and two of them were, we got an Airbnb in this little town above the Arctic Circle. We took wow. a little flight it's called I'm not saying it right because the O has two dots over it but it's like Tromsø Tromsø hmm. Norway and it is I just saw online this morning like the cutest towns in the world it's one of them it is amazing so cute there yeah. are fjords next to it and mountains and cute little restaurants everything's like walkable so we get there and we see the Northern Lights and I was blown away. I felt like I was going to be sucked up into them. It just felt like it was all around. It was swirling and gorgeous, slow, slowly swirling, like fluorescent looking. I would highly recommend any, like any change. I want to see it again. It doesn't matter where in the world. I just want to see it again. It was just mm -hmm. breathtaking. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. I just, that's, uh, one of the, like the top things I definitely want to see in my life <laughs> like it's just yeah. one of those <laughs> things where you're just like you feel so small but also like infinite like you're connected to yes. the infinite you know right yeah. yeah that's a good way of putting it like so small but infinite and infinitely connected like wow I don't know how to describe it it was beautiful yeah oh yeah I bet I'm oh. yeah I'm like oh I like to imagine like living in a place where you could just like it's like you could just see it just yeah. from your house <laughs> well, the people there seem super nice and happy and healthy but I think it would be a little tough on me because um it was dark except for four hours of the day like I think it was like 11 to 3 was light and even then it wasn't super bright. It was like dusk. Yeah. <laughs> so it was so dark all the time. Yeah. I mean, I were, you know, where I live, it's not even like we're that far north, but I complain about how dark I get in the winter. So I totally yeah. am like, I know it'd be hard. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Um, I'm going to have to get off soon to go get ready for work, but um, I always ask people, how do you define fun? Ooh, that's, um, I probably should have come up with a great answer, but um... <laughs> that's okay. okay. I think fun is anything that you feel in your heart, in your soul, in your body, whatever, um, that you feel good feelings. So it could be like, like right now I'm feeling fun just by talking about travel. I'm feeling it like in my chest, in my heart area. Yeah. Um, something that makes you smile from inside or out. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, definitely. What a fun right. podcast. This has been such a pleasure. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. Me. Yeah. It has been like such a, a great conversation. Like I, I, I want to thank you. Cause like I, 
kind of came in like not being that well prepared because I was just like it's early and I'm just like I don't know what's <laughs> happening uh but you made it very easy <laughs> so, so thank you for being a great guest <laughs> thank you for making it fun I mean who needs to prepare for fun we'll just create it <laughs> yeah. yeah thank you so much you're very welcome thank yeah. you and That's you great. have a oh how can the audience find you Oh, yeah. Well, I have a, a YouTube travel channel. I also have meditations and some um, like trainings there, but I have a playlist just on travel and nice. it's called Soul Spa Travel. It's Daph My name's Daphne Earhart, Dr. Daphne Earhart, Soul Spa Travel on YouTube. And then I also have a website, spa, the number four, thesoul.com. Those are the two main ways. You can also find me on social media, Instagram, Dr. Daphne, D-O-C-T-O-R any way you want so yeah thank you so much for listening and yeah Melania for having me this has been great to connect with you in the morning great way to start the day yeah definitely <laughs> yeah thank you yeah have a beautiful day thank you you too